Hello there, beautiful people. Welcome back, or welcome to Raw, Talented, and Sober, a podcast delving into all of the beautifully ugliness that is my life and how you can use it to your benefit, hopefully. I'm your host, Heaven Lee, and before we dive into today's topic, I just want to extend my humblest gratitude for you that's listening and giving me your valuable time. If nobody told you today, let me be the first to say that you're amazing and I appreciate you immensely. All right, y'all already know how this goes. Enough of all of that sap. Let's just motion on into today's lucky pick, which, if you read the title, is about forgiveness. Now, kind of going back to what we talked about in the last episode, as I've mentioned before, I kind of want these episodes or segments to go in chronological order in terms of my life as best as possible so that, once again, you can understand where I've been and where I'm going to now. So, um, I kind of skipped over, if you listened to the last episode, my entire high school experience for a reason, and that's one of the things that we're going to be discussing in today's episode. Um, so, (laughs) where do I start? When I was a freshman in high school, um, as I mentioned in my previous episode, I used to be bullied from kids in my elementary and middle school. But once I got in my later years in middle school, that kind of ceased. Um, I was pretty much friendly. Like, I was always friendly with everyone. But I guess that was being reciprocated to me. People were being nicer to me. And I guess I just wasn't really bullied like that. So that was very fortunate. And that transcended into high school. So my high school was relatively small. I went to a high school in Brooklyn that um, was one of five um, schools within a a campus. So my school was on the ground floor. And so each floor was a different school um, for the most part. So my school was on the bottom floor and it was, I think when I got there, it was about a total of 400 and something students or 300. So as you can guess, that's very small um, compared to other schools that have like 5,000 um, students enrolled. Um, so it was closely knit school. Everyone pretty much knew everyone in the school. It didn't matter if you were a freshman or senior, everyone knew each other for the most part. And I mentioned the fact that my school was on in a campus because um, the only really time that we interacted for the most part with other schools within the campus um, was in the beginning of the school day when all of us would have to go through um, scanning and we would all be kind of cooped up together in the lunchroom, which was massive. And so it was everyone from pretty much every school Um, depending on whether you got early or not, then some schools were let in before others and then some schools like went in at the same time. So you kind of mingled with everyone for the most part. And other times that we would interact with these students is some, even though my school was mainly on the ground floor, we still had to share the gym with the other schools and the weight room, et cetera, and the dance room. So, which was on the second floor. And this is where, um, the guy that I'm about to talk to you guys about um, kind of comes in. 
Um, so he went to the school right above me and he was much older than me. I feel like he was about two or three, maybe even four years older than me. I'm not entirely sure. Three or four. Um, and I met him when I was a sophomore in school. Um, prior to this, um, meeting this guy, which we're going to get to in a second. Um, I pretty much had, I was still undergoing the whole idea that I needed that outside validation and reassurance from guys. So my freshman year, I was with this one guy for a little while, just to say that I had a boyfriend, um, up until from when I was in middle school, when I was about 10 or 11, that's when I had my first quote quote-unquote boyfriend and I say that with air quotes because they weren't real relationships you know what I mean like it was one of those like oh yeah that's my boyfriend that's my girlfriend and it's just like we only see each other in school we don't talk outside of school it's just to say that we're in a relationship in school so I, I had a lot of those and excuse my dog because he's been trying to have conversations with people outside like for two days now anyway so I say this to say from when I had my first quote-unquote relationship in middle school that followed me into my high school years and I I'm gonna talk about this in a later episode but I genuinely felt like I couldn't be alone for some reason it was scary to me to say that I was single and just be by myself I always felt like back then that I just needed to have and be in a relationship because I didn't feel secure within myself without it, which was really bad. And again, we'll get into that some other time. But needless to say, because of that mentality, I kind of cling to whoever I was with. Um, Not in a clingy way, like I needed to be around them 24 seven and I needed to talk to them 24 seven, but just like I depended on them in a way, like not to always give me something like it wasn't um that kind of giving and I'm like they're giving it to me and I'm just taking it I'm not giving anything back it wasn't like that but it was more so like I I need to be in a relationship because who am I without it you know really really bad um and yeah so that was my freshman year I was with one guy and we kind of lasted for a long time but what was weird about this guy was he didn't talk to me I guess I intimidated him or I got I made him scared for some reason um he was in my grade he was in my advisory we had this thing called um advisory every single um incoming like freshmen had to have like one teacher that was their designated advisor for their four years in high school and this um individual that I was in a relationship with was in my advisory so we kind of got together very quickly um and yeah so that wasn't (laughs) it wasn't the best relationship if you could call it that but nonetheless I digress we transitioned into my sophomore year and this is when I met this mysterious guy that I know you guys are like hello heaven like get to it so okay this guy oh I met him this was one of the mornings where I because I'm if you've known me especially like in during my high school years I've always been an early bird 
I would always, always, always get to my school early because I hate being rushed. I hate the thought of being late. It just gave me a lot of um, anxiety and paranoia. So I would ensure that no matter what, I was always early. Um, so this was one of those mornings and I was sitting in the lunchroom um, just waiting casually for school to start and everything like that. And I was talking to one of my friends who happened to be actually i think she was in my school as well so yeah so she was a senior i believe either a soft um junior or a senior and i was sophomore so me and her were conversating and then i remember this the guy that i'm talking about i saw him i saw him on campus before he was very well known he was very friendly he pretty much knew almost everyone within the campus and he, I think he was a senior at the time that I would, I was meeting him, um, in the school right above mine, um, in terms of the floors. And I thought he was beautiful, like, <laughs> for lack of better words, like he was just so attractive, so cute, um, and had such a bubbly personality and just everyone knew him. Everyone wanted to know him. He was one of those guys, you know? Um, and in my head, that wasn't a good thing because then he's most likely a fuckboy. But anyway, I digress. So I was very much so attracted to him. And um, as soon as he, uh, he caught my eye, I couldn't get my eyes off of him. And ironically enough, the friend that I was having a conversation with, she knew him. And when she noticed I was looking at him and I, well, pretty much staring at him, um, she was like, oh, do you, you want me to like motion him over and introduce you? And I was like, oh no, no, that's okay. You know, at this time I was single. Um, I was also very, very shy. So I, I just couldn't, just the thought of it was so like, make, it made me so paranoid and I didn't know what to do. So I was like, no, that's okay, whatever. But she did it anyway, because whoever listened to me, right? So he comes over and says hi to her and they talk for a little while. But then since I was sitting next to her, um, he said hi to me first. And I, I was like, hi, you know, like, but inside I was like, oh my God, he spoke to me, like mind blown. I was like, he noticed me. That's so crazy. Um, and a little bit afterwards, like when it was time for my school to go inside to start the school day um I wanted to make sure that he knew who I was like that was my goal I was like I know that I'm shy I know that I'm timid and all these things but honey I cannot just let him walk away without at least knowing my name like that was my mentality so I I sucked it up I got the balls to actually go up to him and be like oh you're you're so-and-so right um let's come up with a name for him um down let's call him Paul right so I was like oh so you're Paul right and then he's like yeah how'd you know and I was like pretty much everyone knows you or whatever and and I don't remember what he said after that but then I ended up saying well I'm heaven and he was like heaven and I was like yeah and he was like wow that's such a beautiful name or something like that and I was like, thank you. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school now. Da, da, da. And in my head, I was like, <gasps> he said my name. 
my name is beautiful oh my god my whole day was made after that because he was just he was just gorgeous you know um and whatever i went to school and from then on like i was low-key stalking him (laughs) like i ended up getting his facebook through this friend that i was talking to in the lunchroom that um kind of sort of introduced me to him i went through her page i went through her friends her friends list and i found him and i requested him which he then accepted and then it was a mess it was like we we were talking and stuff but i think he had just gotten out of a recent relationship excuse me so so it was in a way kind of bad timing but in a way i was like maybe this is my chance you know you know what i'm saying but um to be completely real with y'all i didn't really feel like i had a chance well one because he was so attractive and two because of the age difference and i wasn't all the way confident within myself at that time to think that i was capable of pulling someone as physically attractive as he was um and as old as he was even though i've always been mature from my age i still didn't i felt like i was way out of his league to be honest especially since again he was so well known he had all the girls attention on the campus for the most part so i didn't feel like i stood a chance but um yeah so we spoke for a little while he wasn't in a relationship neither was i and i felt like it was like fate just bringing us together i thought it was gonna work um he ended up meeting my grandma he um came over to my house for thanksgiving i invited him so it was me my grandma and my god sister we were just like eating and everything and then from there my grandma loved him so he would come over and like he came over one time like i didn't see him all day in school and i was really sad and he was texting me on my way home, like, oh, I wish I would have seen you in school, da da da. And I was like, yeah, me too. Really bummed out. But then I get home and he's literally in my kitchen. Like, he had surprised me. He had bought me a birthday cake for my birthday in December. And when I met him, it was around the school year had just started when I was a sophomore. So I met him, I think, in either the ending of September or the beginning of October, just to give you guys reference. So by my birthday, I had already known him for about two or three months and I felt like it was fate, you know, but, and he was definitely flirting with me. I was flirting back and all of these things. And I would say he was definitely leading me on, but I didn't care because it was just so unreal to me that I was just having his attention to begin with, you know? Um, so back to the timeline so he wasn't in a relationship and i thought you know like this is the perfect time i've never been on a date or anything so not that i was expecting him to ask me but like it would have been nice if he did and i wasn't going to absolutely not make the first move um so i kind of just waited on him hand and foot in a way um and eventually he did end up getting into a relationship with someone in my school who had just transferred to my school as a senior and this girl oh my god she was beautiful like absolutely gorgeous like dirty blonde hair like um I don't remember if her eyes were blue or green, but like they were very, she had beautiful light eyes and she was much shorter than me. I'm about 5'4 or 5'5. Five five. This girl was, she could have been like five foot or like 5'1. So she was short, she was very petite, slim, like beautiful. 
and she was um I think she was Russian too and not that that matters but just to give you guys more um characteristics about her and I immediately hated her because she ended up getting this guy's more attention and he ended up going getting into a relationship with her that I had to find out because I saw them kiss when I was waiting in the lunchroom I remember since she was in my school of course we had the same lunchtime so during that time he had came downstairs and um she had went out we had these glass um what do you call it it was kind of like glass windows or, or of the sort that were encapsulated around the lunchroom so you could see the the hallway that leads back to those staircases that go upstairs and then the um hallway that goes directly into my school so I was able to see them talking and then they kissed and I was just heartbroken because he didn't tell me I had to find out that way and I felt stupid to be honest I felt like wow I'm sitting here waiting for him to kind of pretty much ask me out and I'm thinking that I'm attracted attractive enough to him and I kind of came first you know and like all of a sudden this she comes in and kind of steals my my shine (laughs) you know so it it was really heart heartbreaking for me but nonetheless I didn't want to be out of his life and I felt I didn't know my self-worth at that time at all to be honest and you're gonna see as I go more into the story that I literally would let him walk all over me and it was okay. I let it be known that it was okay to him and that's why he continued to do so in the most nicest way possible, if that makes sense. So when I found out that him and this girl were together, I ended up telling him, you know, like through text that um, I I respect his relationship and I wouldn't do anything to break them up or anything. I wish him the best, but I still hope that we can be friends. And I genuinely meant that. I didn't want him to not be in my life, but at this point, I was so head over heels for him that it was hard. It was hard to romantically distance myself because I wanted that so bad. I invested all my time and energy into him, even though he wasn't giving me anything in return. And this lasted for a very long time. I don't want to skip too far ahead, but just to let you guys know, this had, like... This was pretty much my life for like the next four years and I didn't even know it um, when I met him. Um, But eventually he and this girl broke up. So I don't remember how long they stayed together, but I know that in the entire midst that they were together, I was still talking to him. I was still like his side chick pretty much like, but we didn't do anything sexually um, at all while he was in a relationship I didn't like that however I think we did kiss here and there and I was okay pretty much being the side chick even though we never vocalized what we were ever like he he never had conversation with me about it and I damn sure was too afraid to ask him what we were because I was afraid of him saying oh basically nothing like you know you're nothing to me heaven and I'm just with this girl and whatever you know I was I couldn't handle the truth back then so I just didn't want to know I didn't ask which was really bad on my part I stayed clueless and naive and I continued to let myself get hurt so 
eventually him and her broke up and again i thought it was my chance i thought i was gonna be like next up next runner up (laughs) um like it was a freaking beauty pageant or something and he ends up getting back with his ex the ex that he had remember how i said when i met him he had just gotten out of a relationship it was with this this girl and they were together before they broke up and then he got with the the next girl and then they got back together they were together for a long freaking time so i absolutely knew that i didn't have a chance and it was even more devastating because it was like yo i'm literally so stupid i keep wasting my time like he obviously doesn't he knows what he wants and it's not me but because i'm giving him attention and because i let him do whatever he wants he thinks that he can have his cake and eat it too i knew this but i continued to stay in it because once again i didn't think i deserved any better i i i didn't care if i did which was awful because all i wanted was his attention was him and in the process of just wanting him I had to sacrifice my own sanity, my own physical and mental well-being. It was awful. Um, And he would go months sometimes, no, weeks or months without talking to me sometimes. And he wouldn't let me know why. And then he'd come out of nowhere and be like, oh, with this long explanation as to what happened. And I would forgive him without hesitation because I just wanted him in my life, even though I used to cry myself to sleep because I thought that he didn't like me or he didn't want me in his life anymore and that's why he wasn't answering and I literally used to silent cry myself to sleep because of it and I literally used to it it felt like my heart used to I feel it I used to feel it break in my chest that's what it felt like and of course very dramatic but also at that time that's exactly what it felt like I'm gonna be real with you and he didn't care, you know? And I never confronted him about it because I wanted to keep the peace as much as possible. I didn't want to be the the one that would give him shit. Um, I wanted him to be the one that he comes to with his other shit and just be the one to listen versus actually deal with my own shit with him, if that makes any sense. It was really toxic. Um, long story short, this guy ended up, um, for one, taking my virginity um i lost my virginity when i was 16 about to be 17 um and it was to this guy and at the time he wasn't so called in a relationship um and i say so called because again we never freaking know um and um what else he helped me move to staten island prior to me moving to staten island when i was 16 Um, he lived with me and my grandma because he had some very bad problems with his mother and father. Um, I think at this time, his father had already passed away, God rest his soul. Um, so he was having some problems with his mom and he literally had nowhere else to stay. So he stayed with me and my grandma for four months. And during that time, he didn't help out with rent. He didn't help out with bills. He, at first, he was buying his own food and everything, but then after that, he didn't really contribute to anything. And what the straw that broke the camel's back was he disrespected my grandmother 
in front of me because she asked him to leave my house and he said no. And instead of me defending my grandmother from him, I protected him. I started crying. I was, I didn't want him to leave, and it was so bad. It was thinking about it now. I genuinely feel so bad about that and apologize to my grandma even now to this day because I put a boy over her, the woman that raised me, you know, and it was just awful. And I put him above a lot of people, to be honest. I put him above some of my friends, um, my my other family members, like because I just wanted to be his tail. It was really, 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 really bad. But I didn't want nothing else. I didn't care. I wanted to risk it all, like being really defiant and not knowing that this was breaking me internally. Um. So yeah, he helped me move to Staten Island, and by this time I was a senior in high school, and he was still in the same school even though when I met him he was a senior. So do the math, he got left back like twice, even though he was hella freaking smart. He was never in school for some reason. So whatever. And yeah, I still like ended up dealing with him and letting him walk all over me and all these things and coming in and out of my life. Like I was just like a revolving door um, for four years. Um, stopped talking to him and stuff once I got to college and got into that relationship that I talked about in my previous episode. Um, which is the reason why I said in my previous episode that the same way guys want to play the field, why can't, why is it different if the girl does it? That was my mentality and it was because of Paul, the name that I made up that I just remembered now. <laughs> um, and we're gonna bring it full circle um why how did this story relate to forgiveness well you have to think of it in terms of longevity this was four years of my adolescence my early adolescence so from 14 to 18 right 17 or 18 I dealt with this guy and I literally almost for the most part revolved my entire life around him um texting only him every single day I was like faithful to him even though for one pretty sure we wasn't ever in we were never a thing we were never in a, a solid relationship but he made me feel like I was um would flirt with me would do like certain things for me but then like I was a side chick you know so and again he would never confidently talk to me about these things he would never be real with me and be like you know what have I need to be real with you because you deserve better than that you deserve for me to know you deserve to know from me that this is what it is and if you're not okay with it, then I'm going to leave and I'm not going to bother you anymore. Or we're just going to remain strictly friends, platonic relationship, and that's it. He didn't do that. And I didn't. I definitely didn't have the courage to ask or demand that kind of respect. So he didn't respect me in that way. Um, and 
I never ever received closure even to this day I haven't spoken to him since the beginning of my college life five years ago so yeah I haven't seen or spoken to him and I still have never received closure so that was a lot for me to have to process on my own and come to terms with knowing that maybe I don't need closure maybe I just need to move on some some things are, are some doors are left closed without having to be reopened and in order for me to move on for one I had to process myself like once again, the same way I had to reevaluate myself from my abusive relationship that I spoke about in my last episode, I had to reevaluate myself here too. But keep in keep in mind this timeline. This was my sophomore to the beginning, my sophomore year in high school to the beginning of my college experience, four years, and then shortly after that, I got into a relationship. Eight months after I started college with my partner from the last episode that I stayed with for almost three years. And now I'm in another relationship that is, if you're listening to this, babe, I love you. You're my baby. And this is my most healthiest relationship I've ever been in. But again, the timeline, if you've noticed, I haven't ever been alone let this sink in for a second I have never not been single even if it was a quote-unquote relationship from middle school up until high school and, and all these things I was never by myself I couldn't handle that it was like because of like If you've listened to one of my first episodes talking about my childhood and being raised by my grandparents and not my actual parents, it's really tough. Like, because especially like my my dad is my best friend now to this day and he has been for a while. But during my childhood years, he wasn't like a prominent figure there, like physically. Um, he wasn't always like physically there so because of that that detachment and also the also the emotional attachment that I received from my mom still do to this day um it led me astray in terms of my romantic relationships for one I always looked for a guy that would resemble characteristics of my father um was he funny was he smart was he you know happy-go-lucky, ambitious, all these things, right? But was he mentally stable? Was he financially stable? Those were things, some some of the things that were lacking. Um, and because of that, I had to really say to myself, you, this was the first time I lost myself. And I put my all into something that I wasn't getting nothing out of but heartbreak and temporary relief for the most part then I jump into a relationship eight months after that in college stay with this guy that emotionally abused me for almost three years and then I got out of it and then a month afterwards 
I get into my now current relationship and it's a it's a lot it's a lot to process but I say all of this to say not only did I have to reevaluate my life and my self-worth and all of these things I had to forgive Paul (laughs) um once again that's not his real name I had to forgive him because if I didn't I was gonna continue to allow him to take precedent and power over my life I was going to allow him to infiltrate the inner depths of my heart my soul and my mind and my body and he wasn't important I am I had to say heaven you are important you didn't deserve anything that happened to you you are not at fault for what happened to you you were vulnerable you were victimized and you made mistakes you're not perfect you don't you're not expected to be you are human and it's okay you're gonna move past this and you're gonna grow and you need to make sure that you don't find the same characteristics in another guy stop being so attracted to toxicity you need to love yourself a little bit more to understand that that's not what you're worthy of and if you do come across it you need to reject it immediately so that they they cannot infiltrate you the same ways that Paul did the same ways that your abusive ex did you know if you are out there and you're listening to this and you've had an experience similar to mine first of all this wasn't your fault you didn't deserve any of that whatever they did to you whatever they didn't do for you if you're currently in a relationship such as that I pray that you get out I pray that you listen to this and you can learn from my mistakes in the best way possible and understand that life is so beautiful if you make it if you look for it if you if you see it to be beautiful the little depths and crevices of everything else sometimes yeah it's gonna be a little dust a little mold it's not always gonna be pretty but if you look at the bigger picture and you look at where you're gonna go based off of where you've been where you want to go and you tell yourself and you manifest that you are going to achieve those things achieve that lifestyle that you want then you will it's as simple as that it's not gonna be freaking easy none of this is I'm not going to be sitting here in your headphones or on your loudspeaker to tell you that shit isn't going to hit the fan sometimes. It is. But that's how we grow. That's how we learn shit. That's how we not only learn who we are, but learn who we're not. You know? You don't have to take things all the time for face value. You can ask questions. You can do research. And you can say no to shit like no sorry I'm not gonna deal with your shit I'm I'm not 
your punching bag. It's not okay for you to project all of your negativity and your ill wishes and your like trauma onto somebody else. Whether it's unintentional or not. Once you vocalize what somebody is doing to you, it doesn't hold power anymore. The only way that something is going to hold power is if you give it power. And right now, I'm telling you that it's time to reclaim your power within yourself. Because once again, that heart that's beating in your chest is there for a reason. And it's to remind you that you are alive. And I am so fucking happy that you exist. Whether you feel that way about yourself or not, I am happy that you exist. And I know that if my story can help you, any of you, even if it's just one of you, I did my job. Now, before he closed out this episode, I want to say that it wasn't easy for me to forgive this guy or my ex. But I needed to do it because I knew that once I did, it was like a weight lifted off of my chest. It wasn't baggage left on my heart anymore. I said it, I spoke it, and I let it go. I let it free. It wasn't shackled onto me anymore. And I was able to find my current partner, who I've known since we were little kids. Someone that's always valued and respected me and loved me for who I am, not who they want me to be. And in this relationship, because of the things that I've experienced, I prioritize myself first now. And I tell him to do the same. Don't ever feel like when you're in a relationship that they need to be your first priority because it will fall, it will crumble. And I don't say that because I wish it on you. I say that because I've learned. Once I put all my all into someone and loved them unconditionally and did all these things, not only did they not give it back to me and they just received it, How am I giving that to someone else if I'm not giving it to myself first? That's how I lost myself more than one time. And I'm still to this day picking up the pieces from my mistakes from that. And it's been two years, almost. I didn't once again have everything figured out. I'm still learning as I'm talking to you guys. But what I do know is that life is fucking hard. And your journey to self-love is even harder. But you're going to get there. One way or another, you are going to get there. And the journey is going to be bumpy as shit. But guess what? It is beautiful. You just need to change your trajectory of where you're looking 
man. That's pretty much all I have for you guys today. I hope this resonated with one person. Then, and whoever's listening to this, thank you. I humbly appreciate you. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. My handle is blissfully.she. And my Snapchat, I will also leave in the details of this episode below. If you are interested in following me there, make sure that you hit me up. Let me know what things you want to hear from me. And otherwise, I'll catch you on the next one. Have a beautiful day. Bye.